Today is October 6th, basically. It's four minutes to October 6th. The Yankees season is over. No more. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, welcome to the, the sad sap heartbreak episode uh, that happens at the end of every year. Uh, we thank you very much for joining Yankees fans that are commiserating and other fans that are here to drink our tears. There will be plenty for you to consume. My name's Jimmy. His name's Jake. That's BBD. It's brought to you by DraftKings. Jake, how you doing? James, BBD, everyone live in the chat. Everyone that was live streaming with us tonight and everyone that's been with us on this journey, thank you. Uh, yeah, hopefully there's a day that it doesn't end with the sat up, uh, but another year it does. And, man, it's, you know, it's not. As sad as other episodes, it's just like this one's more mad. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm just, I'm, and I, I think that's okay, man. I, I and I think, uh, I think we're going to have a big off season, and this isn't even like a come listen to my fucking podcast. This is more of a stuff's gonna change. Uh, and I think this year's the year, so. Hopefully that lands in a lot of good change, but man, frustrating. Um, and dude, so many, so many things we're gonna look back at and say like, what? Velasquez? Yeah, we'll talk about all. This episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Stuff Grass Fed Burgers in Montclair. They've been with us from like when it was there was only two yeah. employees at the company. Now we have thirty five or forty or whatever it is. Um, so you can talk about your favorite, uh, well, they're telling me to talk about my favorite menu item. It's mm. the uh, brisket burger. Uh, you can get uh, free fries with your burger if you say John Boy or Jake Sucks when you order. You can also put in a promo code John Boy or Jake Sucks when ordering online or in person to get the same great deal. If you live in the area, and I actually live in the area now. They're yeah. in driving distance. They're so good. My dad was there the other day. Owner's a big Yankees fan. Uh, he makes great burgers. It's a great spot. Stuffed grass-fed burgers in Montclair. Go there, say John Boyer Jake sucks, and you get free fries. It's going to be awesome. This episode is also brought to you by Roman. Oh, does your team not work? Give it a boner pill. Do you, uh, if you're the ace of the staff, would you rather <laughs> be confident when you pitch to the other team's best hitters, or would you rather be waver and be all floppy and flimsy and scared of the strike zone? Mm. Well... If you'd rather be confident and sharp and hard. You don't want to be floppy and scared of the strike zone. No. I've been there. Yeah. I've been you there. You want to be hard, firm, and oh. hitting the target. So that's why you got to go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks. Now they can give you a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks. Complete an online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks now to get $15 off your first month. Jim, if it's one of those things, like if you have a problem, you should address it and change it and take care of it. Yes. And not let it just go by and let the same this bad will get, thing This happen. will get better. This will get better. Yeah. Go get help. Yeah, at Roman. GetRoman.com slash Yanks. And again, stuffed grass fed for burgers. You can use John Boy or Jake Sucks. Yeah, or Jake Either Sucks. Either or. Honestly. Use Jake Sucks. Go get yourself a stuffed stuff grass fed burger. I might get one for burger. breakfast tomorrow. Go get yourself a stuffed grass fed burger. 
Take a boner pill and have a fucking day. <laughs> oh, I might on. do that tomorrow. You eating the burger? We're streaming. These companies have no idea how perfect a match they are for yeah. each other. All right, a guys. Really nice Saturday. Here's the deal. Let's recap the game a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, Cole didn't have it. That is just, I mean, you can blame the hammy. Well, then don't take the ball. Um. Yeah, man, for a guy that's going to win the Cy Young and is a very good pitcher, and some of his best starts came after the sticky stuff allegations. The complete game shutout against the Astros was was no sticky stuff. He had another really good start where he struck out 16 batters. That was no sticky stuff. So the whole, uh, he can't pitch without it, isn't really there. He had some bad games, some bad games down the stretch. Something else was going on. This was a mix of maybe the hamstring, but he just... He just was scared to pitch to the best Red Sox hitter, straight up. He was scared to throw fastballs in the zone to the heart of their order, and you can't do that. And if your hammy's hurt, then don't take the mound. And if you take the mound in a one-game elimination game and you demand a personal catcher, then shove. So I'm pretty frustrated with our ace right now. And I think it's very warranted. Obviously, I believe in him as a regular season pitcher. Can he go out next year and win us the Cy, win a Cy Young and be a top 10 pitcher in the AL? Absolutely. Does it matter if he doesn't come to in big games? No. So that's a real big disappointment. Hap, game one in Boston, it was Jay Hap. Right. I think we relived Cole's games last year, and I think he was a little better than than we remembered going back to last year. This was a do-or-die game. This was it. And he didn't have it. And, and you're right. If you point to the hamstring, that's not an option in a do-or-die game, especially when this team's strength has been pitching all year. Like, these Yankees could have basically... Their bullpen was at such a pretty solid point that they could almost bullpen a full game. I mean, it, you know, I I get tough on Monty in, in his toughest moments, but I'd rather give a healthy Monty a chance with our bullpen right now uh, than if Cole is going to point to the hammy. And he's probably not going to point to the hammy because he's going to say, oh, this is New York, you got to eat it. And then when he writes his book in 15 years, he's going to say, yeah, my hammy was shot in that <laughs> game. Jim, I think your, your curveball theory is 100%. Um, his curveball, when Cole's right, is arguably one of his best pitches. I mean, there's, it's the biggest pitch difference in speed. It moves most. And he just didn't throw it in any of his recent starts. And now, when you add this start to the mix, go back to when he gets hurt. He goes 5.27 Ernie's against Cleveland. They stink. They got no hit like four times this year. He has an okay start against Boston, 6-3. and three. And then Toronto gets him for six and five. Those starts lose him the Cy Young. Now you pair that with this start today, and it's terrible. So, yeah, Cole's going to wear it. He's going to eat it. In the autobiography in 10 years, he won't. He'll tell you his hamstring was cheese. And that's kind of not your decision at that point because you just let down 25 other guys. Um, so that really sucks. I mean, that pitch to Bogarts. That two-strike pitch after he had Devers two strikes. Then you, loses him. Then you leave a change-up. Middle, middle. That Xander takes the dead center. That changes the whole course of this game. Um, and he wanted Devers to chase. 
he had him two strikes, uh, and then he go he went outside the zone, uh, up up top, I uh, to set up the uh, changeup where he went way away, and then he went up top again, way up top with the fastball. He's just trying to get him to chase at a high fastball with two strikes and, and not come at him with something. I mean, look at. Look at the spray chart for Devers in that first at bat, Jake. Just nothing in the zone. Completely scared yeah. of him. I have it on the screen up here. Yeah. Just nothing. Then you go Xander and the it was all no fastball. It was all off speed. You go Devers again later on in the game. Nothing in the zone besides this. What was well, this? And and not for the nothing. The curveball. He threw a curveball in the zone. It was the only pitch he threw in the zone to Devers. Not, not for nothing. If there's one guy that I was okay with them coming in today being scared, it was Devers. The reliever, sure, but not Cole. Even Cole, man. Devers was the one guy you'd circle on their team and you say, I don't want him beating us today. Um, you know, I, I said that we were live for this game. If, if he gets Bogarts, I say, all right, that's, that's not bad. Like, that's kind of how the Sox should have treated Stan today. Um but they didn't have to because he even did his whole damn thing and the rest of the lineup did nothing. So, um, Cole didn't have it. You're in the bullpen early. And then, Jim, I mean, you mentioned this, and we're going to have a whole offseason to talk about philosophy and changes and all that. Severino and Luizaga, in their second innings of work, guys that haven't been doing that. Boone just had an awful quote. I mean, he's going to be on Talking Yanks soon because the Yankees can't restrict him from doing PR anymore. Um, guys in their second inning of work coming off the IL didn't have it and got knocked around. Uh, not even knocked around. They couldn't throw strikes anymore. So um, when you look back at that, you tie it in with the offense only putting up a two spot and Stanton was the only offense. Uh, never mind the judgy play at the plate. Um, man, it's just a total like, yep. Um, Odor pinch hits, Higgy starts, Velasquez. He's one pitch in this game. You know, I I think we're just. I said it to you before this game. Like, if they don't win today, you've got a team of guys that posted, you know, rally playoff videos, and you're carrying a turtle in the Fenway. And you just lost again, you know. It's instead of the miraculous playoff run, it's well, we were a game away from being fourth place, um, and that's what this roster gives off a lot more vibes than than anything else. Yeah. What's the boom quote? It's unreal. The league has closed the gap on us. We've got to get better in every aspect. What gap, dude? They've won the division once? They haven't won anything? Which way? Haven't made it to a World Series. Which way was the gap? Yeah, I mean... What's he talking about? I don't know. I think our, you know, talking Yanks and, you know, we'll end it. There will be some niceties at the end because you guys are awesome and where we're at now is cool. But screenshot. 
I might recommend everyone go back and listen to the interview when when we called our moms. Uh, I think your mom and my mom had it best. Mom's seen a lot of shit. Like this Yankees team was dead, and I <laughs> Booney's contract is up. And the last time a manager's contract was up, it was up. Um, so they have a playbook for that. Yeah, please. I mean, talking Yanks listeners, the word fired, it's like Girardi. They're just not going to pick it up. I'd be shocked if they pick it up. And it might be symbolic. You know, it, it might, it, maybe Boone isn't making the wrong decisions. Maybe Boone doesn't make any decisions. Right. But there needs to be a symbolic changing of the guard here and changing of the mindset. And I, Dude, I wouldn't only be shocked. I'd be really disheartened. I'd be really disheartened if they go into next season and run this back with this crew. And I like Booney as a person, and I love Nevin as a guy, and I like a lot of the staff. They're nice to us. They're good people. But it's just the from the analytics to, like, the philosophy, like, we cannot do this again. This was genuinely, and, and I... I say I said this during the course of the season. A lot of people say that blah blah John Boy so negative, which I was known as one of the more positive fans for three seasons. But I there was a whole Reddit thread and everyone was saying like this was genuinely not a fun season. Yeah, and I know non Yankees fans say we're spoiled and they won ninety games. How and is it not they're fun? They're not necessarily wrong. They're like, not wrong. We are we are spoiled. So compared to what we're used to, well, I mean, they they never destroyed teams. The the winning streak was fun. Um, they played down to competition. There was a month and a half of fun baseball that we still had our guard up the whole time because everything else around it was shit. Um, you know, it's kind of... We had the boyfriend or girlfriend that cheated on us all the time, and then we gave him like a final ultimatum. Like, hey, you got to stop doing this or we're out. And then they kind of did for a month and a half. They they went to your family party. They were nice. They played with the kids. They did the whole song and dance, and it was like, okay. And then they shit the bed again, again, and you, you hope they could turn it around, and they just never could, man. Um, and, dude, we this team's strength all year has been their pitching. Their starting pitching was really good for a chunk of this year. And then their bullpen, by the end, landed in a good place. This team could never hit. Today, there was two and a half threats in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel so bad. Judge and Stan had, had good years. Judge Great like years. Top five player, Stan, amazing year. Stan just crushed it in that game today. You get three hits. You go for three for three with... Uh, no, four. he struck out. He struck three out one. So four. three for four with a homer and and uh, two off the wall. So I feel bad for him. Cole's going to get Cy Young votes. If you say that, you know, you say Stanton and Judge play a full season of productive baseball at a high level, Cole's getting Cy Young votes and the Yankees starting pitching and relief pitching are top tier in the AL, you'd be like, wow, they're awesome. And they traded for Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo. Yeah, you'd say, "Wow, they fixed everything we wanted them to." Yeah, they just, uh, dude, they just didn't. They don't get after it. 
Like the whole season was just why. Baseball is a very different sport on a lot of levels. We we're lucky enough that we have a lot of like business conversations about baseball and all those conversations you guys hear that baseball is dying and it's so not because you guys know you're listening to this. That means you're a baseball fan. So, you know, it's a, it's a regional sport and the people that are tapped in are fully tapped in and, and all that stuff. Um, baseball, like on off switch has never existed, has never existed. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, when you look back and you're going to look at the bench for this wild card game and you're going to see Gary Sanchez, Rob Brantley, Rugnet Odor, Tyler Wade, and Greg Allen, I think you're just going to be absolutely mystified. And then you'll see that Andrew Velasquez started at shortstop. Um, Guardy batted six and like, hey, you won't find a pair of guys that were bigger... Bigger guard he stands. I mean, the guy has had an incredible Yankee career. He had a really nice second half. Compare him to center fielders. How many times have we given that conversation? He shouldn't be bad in sixth in a playoff game. That's nuts. Uh, but he had a backup catcher, a guy with one foot, and a triple-A shortstop hitting behind him. So, yeah, man, I mean, when, when you put the pieces of the puzzle together, it's not too crazy. Um, yeah, and it it sucks. I mean, we're going to look back at the DJ stuff, and, hey, I, I hope he is healthy and knocks the socks off the ball next year so we can be like, wow, that did look like a shell of DJ this year. Um, you know, but now... Like, the Voigt stuff comes into question because they went out and they traded for a first baseman because they didn't believe in Luke Voigt at first base. So, kind of what was that about? Um, There's one win from the season. Like, just because it's confirmed confidently, Glaber's a second baseman next year if he's on the team. And that would mean DJ would go to first base and they they will pick up... uh, One of the big shortstops. or a shortstop because they might believe in their depth or they pick up Seager and then eventually plan to slide him over because they love their shortstops in the minors. Yeah. Um, I think Voigt gets gets put on the block. Traded I over. think Gio, as much as it upsets me, gets put on the block. Um, I think Gio's there, there's still going to be room for. I, and we're going to have a whole I think they ask. I think, this, they, I think they move Voigt. Yeah, I and mean, then we'll have a whole offseason. Yeah. But what else are we going to talk about? We got to. Not talking about this season anymore. Guys that played good today. Remember when they played the Tigers and they brought up three pitchers from AAA because they were saving their player uh, other pitchers because they just don't care about games. They they treated every game differently. And what if I told you that would have been the difference between having this game at Yankee Stadium with those fans and that field where Stanton might have had three home runs tonight. Uh, instead of him having one home run, a single, and then what was it? A field, a single fielder's choice out at home. They probably gave him the double, but stuff matters in baseball. There's a ripple effect that the analytics has gone into not caring about a lot of the little things, and day in doesn't mat, day in day out doesn't matter. It very much does. It very much does, and that's a. Uh, Analytics are awesome and improving the game of baseball, and we're seeing such talented baseball players. 
but there's parts of it that are too far and going to correct. And like, hey, how about this? If you think that's an old man on the lawn statement, look at my face. I'm 31. I look like I'm 14. Like, that's not an old man statement. I'm a young guy. What was the statement? Like, analytics are very good. They're also bad and too far in some manners that teams just aren't appreciating. And the analytics guys hear that and they're like, no, we've run the numbers. And it's like, well, humans aren't numbers. And, like, baseball, you need to be in that grind. The grind mode that you need to win games. That's why Tampa has been a badass franchise. Go look at the talent on that team. And they like dive fully in and they fully commit. Yankees are like half in. The Yankees need to look at what the White Sox have done. Tampa Bay Rays. Look at, the, what the, to, look at the, what the Red Sox have done. Tampa Bay Rays try to win every game every single day. Look what they did to the Yankees the last series of the season. I don't know, man. It's, uh, I don't know if we need like a, a fun game to end it. Like, I almost want to do like today's playoff game lineup. How many guys are in it for opening day next year? I've got four. one, two, three, four. Five, probably. Who's your fifth? Gio? Gio. I think he's the third baseman next year. He's done nothing to not be. Unless someone offers something, because they need to get speed. But I don't even... Has he done anything to get his value up? Like, And I think that's next year's Gio's last year, where if they do sign a Corey Seager or something, yeah. then you move them over. Um. So, yeah, I mean, your ace that you paid $300 million, Got lit up. Half your lineup won't be your starting lineup next year. And you didn't have the game on your home field because you don't take the regular season seriously. And hell, if maybe if you took the regular season seriously, you wouldn't even be in a wild card game where your season could end on one game in a sport that's not supposed to be done. The, the, whole, the whole time they were winning, they were stealing and taking the extra base because they had <laughs> yeah. speed on the roster. And if that goes overlooked... When they when they retool this team next year, if that doesn't get like a lot of attention brought to it, then what are we doing? Yeah. When you were winning, you even Glaber, even Judge, and then they stopped again. Yeah. When they were winning, those guys stayed on the team and they stopped running. But in that stretch when they were winning, Greg Allen was stealing, Judge was stealing, Glaber was stealing. Fuck, DJ had like five stolen bases, and then everyone got healthy. And they stopped, and they went back to station to station. Yeah. I don't understand why they stopped. It wasn't like just Greg Allen and Florio and Lamar. It was Judge and Glaber were stealing yeah. bases too and taking the extra base. Yeah. And then they just stopped doing that. And it matters so fucking much when you hit into the league-leading double place. Giancarlo Stanton didn't play outfield until August this year. And then once he started playing, he just raked, dude. And he looked fine out there. He looked it, average at worst. Like, Stan did his thing out there. Um, yeah, man, uh, you know, you've said it a lot. There's, there's a couple things this regime has proved they've believed in that hasn't been proven to be a winning baseball strategy. And when Boone says they've closed the gap, A... 
No, I mean, Trev just texted us and he was like, that's a horrible quote. Oh, it's a horrible but quote. There's no gap. That's how, like, arrogant they play. Yes, dude. And I'll be honest with us, like, Yankees fans, you know, we did a talking baseball show today. We called around the league. A lot of people picked the Yankees to win one game because they're Garrett Cole and they're Yankees. They're not. They're just not. Um, the whole franchise with the quotes and the way they carry themselves, I mean, the Rays have been running laps around you. Boston caught up in a rebuilding here. You think Toronto's going away? That team's loaded. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I know this offseason with baseball and everything is going to be really interesting CBA-wise, and we'll see we'll see how that affects the shape of the league or if there is a league. Um, but the Yankees, man, top down, got to look a lot of stuff in the mirror. Because we'll, we'll see what team's at there at the end of the year. Go compare the Yankees roster, and I know people might not like this, but go compare it to the, the Dodgers roster. I mean, the Dodgers won 106 games. They ended up in the wild card because they play in a division with a team, the San Francisco Giants, that tries every day, has guys that care. The Dodgers roster on paper, they have two teams. Remember when the Yankees used to have two lineups? That were actually kind of solid And you're like These could be two good teams The Dodgers have that The Dodgers have two lineups That could go toe-to-toe with the Yankees On any day And go And once you're done with that Look at their pitching staff Because they have three Four guys That could be our one Boone had a quote. He said, "Like uh, we haven't talked about my what we haven't talked about my contract yet. Whatever I know, it's up. Whatever does happen, I'm at peace with it. I know that I can hold my head high. So it sounds like he knows he's out." Yeah, man. And I, hey, this is a podcast. We're trying to be real and have honest conversations. Aaron Boone has been nothing but nice to us. Phil Nevin, like I genuinely look at that guy as like an uncle. The dude, like, gave us bones at a baseball game. Like, he's the man. But, I don't know. I I can't wait until the stories come out. And I don't know if it's going to be Booney and Nevin on Talking Yanks. I don't know if they're going to write a book about it. I don't know what's going to happen. Because, again, they only had control of so much. So, even if Boone and Nevin, if this was it, and they bring in a new regime... Don't be shocked if me and Jimmy are still skeptical because those guys weren't making a lot of the big decisions. You think Boone and Nevin locked the door and got to make today's lineup? No. So, I don't know. I don't know. I do think uh, we went into last offseason... A little nervous because we were like There's only so much we can do We actually pegged it perfectly <laughs> We were like they got to trade out of Eno for cap space And they'll go out and get some pitching That was kind of it Yeah This year This off season Was this Guardy's last game Yeah Was Was this Gary Sanchez's last game I think Luke Voigt's done as a Yankee 
Oh, they have to trade Voight. They tried to already. They sat him. I like Voight a lot. He can go hit somewhere. Um, but, yeah, they kind of wrote that story. Will they go over the cap? How much do they lose? Is the cap. Kluber's gone. Yeah. We got a lot of off-season to do that shit. Um, we usually take a big break. If anything happens, if there's any announcements on decisions or, you know, uh, end of your post post or press conferences that we got to react to or, you know, we'll hop on and come on. But otherwise, we usually take a couple-week hiatus. Usually there's an episode here or there during the rest of the postseason. Um, if you're a baseball fan that is still going to watch baseball, even though the Yankees are out, which I know it's just a very regional sport. Uh, we are doing a lot of stuff on talking baseball the rest of the way. So we're still covering everything. Um, and luckily, we got hooked up by Dugout Mugs, who they were very early to support us with the Talking Yank stuff back in. When was that when you came to winter meetings? 2018 winter meetings? Uh, 2018 winter meetings. Twenty eight, yeah, twenty eighteen winter meetings when we first met Dugout Mugs like on the trade show floor. Uh, kind of a cool story because we were pretty small back then, like maybe twenty times smaller than we are now. And uh, we told the Dugout Mugs crew, we said, um, "Give us a discount code. We'll give it to our audience, and we'll prove to you how loyal they are and how awesome they are. And you give us no money, but if they come through for us." You gotta, you gotta do advertising deals with us, you know, and pay us. And we did that. We filmed them in the hotel room, me, Jake, and BBD that night. And they came back like after two days, and we're like, we've never seen that big of a return by an audience before, especially one your size. So they've been working with us ever since. Uh, credit to all you guys. That's back in 2018. That's before Savages in the Box. Mm-hmm. That's before anything that we, that helped us blow up. Um, so credit to anyone that bought it back then. You guys are awesome. And now they're doing a lot of f- stuff with us again. They're hosting all the postseason playoff streams that will be on Talking Baseball live for every game, basically. Some will miss. And they're giving away free products the whole way through. All you have to do is film yourself drinking from any Dugout Mugs product. Post it. Tag them on social media. Be entered to win. If you don't have anything from Dugout Mugs, they're giving you two great discounts to buy something now so you can enter the giveaway as well. Dugout Mugs is giving you 30% off on all their best products, including their new metal Dugout Mugs with code TALKING. Those are badass. Those are badass. Uh, they're also letting you get a knob shot shot glass for free at dugoutmugs.com slash talk and just pay the shipping and handling. They got an awesome collection of products. Great for presents. Uh, great for a collection in a man cave. Go to dugoutmugs.com. Use code talking to get 30% off and all their best products. So thank you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're, wa- if you're interested in the rest of the games, like tomorrow night, Dodgers versus Cardinals. Tonight was very stressful as I sat on the chair and watched the Yankees lose. Tomorrow, I have already told the audience, I will take a uh, gummy, and I will be um, high and hopefully enjoying oh, myself uh, and very silly Tomorrow and having fun. Tomorrow going to be a lot of fun. Yes. So, join us if you're interested. If you're just a Yankees fan and you like talking Yanks, then uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, I think I think... I wouldn't be surprised if in a week or two there's kind of like uh, there's some dust settled. There there will be something on the Talking Yanks feed. Thanks, everyone. Uh, 
this is a night that's sad, but a lot of the nice tweets come in, and I know, uh, you know, where you guys like let us into your life. Like that's that's kind of baseball people and podcasting, and like that combination where the Venn diagram loops over. Like that's the Talking Yanks community. So you guys are the best. Shout out to King BBD. My bearded prince has killed it all year. We uh we we drag him through it all to the point that uh, we had to get him a new home for October because we're gonna we're gonna work that cute little butt all October. <laughs> um, our social team constantly kills it. Um, everybody at John Boy Media, there's a lot of Yankees fans. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of not crooked Brazier necks, crooked necks hanging down tonight because it's uh. It's a sucky feeling, man, and that's uh that's part of the reason why our juice is also worth the squeeze because it's uh it's real. Our yeah. uh you know you, a lot of people think our office is like a fun factory, and uh, if you walked in here at eleven thirty tonight, you would have thought you know we were hosting a funeral for a bird. So uh, thank you guys. You guys are the best. Shout out to our family and everything. We're gonna have so much content this off season. Yankees, silly baseball, everything. I guess I should say like thank you to sponsors and stuff, but that sounds super soft, so I'm not even gonna do that. Wow, it's like it's nice, it's nice, but we're giving them a little. I'm showing them a little tea. It's a trade for a trade situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, another season in the books. What episode? This six hundred episode six hundred and sixty five. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Not even to count uh, pregame shows. We probably did 140 of those this year. Mm. Maybe 130. Forget about the pregame shows. Uh, so that's a lot of time put in. Appreciate everyone for making this uh, what it is. Obviously, Talking Yanks is at the birth of that. We have a lot of big announcements as a company, so yeah. those will be very fun. And uh, a lot of the haters coming out right now, so I'm excited for them to find out those announcements. They can fucking suck it. E.R. Duck. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, kind of unrelated. Like, if you ordered a turtle shirt and it's coming in next week, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, like, not much I can do about it. Oh, that. man. But you guys are the best. There's good shirts. It's a good shirt. Good mowing the lawn shirt. And someone asked if we need therapy. No, this is the therapy, man. Yeah, you're at it. You're Welcome. at it. First steps admitting you're here. We're all commiserating, and you're coming here to drink tears. So it's your therapy too, in a sick way. You're, you're a twisted kind person. Of the sick one. Appreciate any non-Yankee fan coming in here just to shit talk, but like you're sick in the head. You're the sick one. Like kind of literally. No, like honestly, like, like honestly. literally, like there's something slightly off about them. Well, to spend their to, to spend comments. their time and join a live chat. For that reason. Yeah. If you're over the age of 16, like, <laughs> check in. We got anything else? No. Nope. Thanks to our loved ones. Thanks to our dogs. Award goes to Stanton. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe that should be the, the final going away. If anyone says a bad word about Giancarlo Stanton, take personal responsibility to talk about how good he was. Tonight, all year, last playoffs this year. Um, and yeah, I, hey, and uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh man, I'm gonna be high all day tomorrow. Yeah, fuck. 
Hell yeah. Tomorrow is going to be a fun day. We got Talking Baseball at 11.30. We got John Boy and Jake Radio at 1. And then we are live streaming at 8 at night. Uh, Doesn't stop for us, so. See you there. I think that's the end. Love Go you, Yanks. Island. I'm playing the end because it's my grandma and she just passed away and I like hearing her voice. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>